Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. outside your window is not great but here on post show recaps everything is super because we're about to cop the iron man threes baby and we're here to cover she hulk of course season one episode two i am your host sasha joseph but of course i have to bring in the best partner the person that actually did the homework, the person that actually reads the comic. We have to bring in Jason Reed. Welcome. We're here for episode two. We haven't been canceled yet. Yes, thankfully, we are still here, still green, still large, <laughs> have not shrunken down and gotten super drunk. Um, yeah, happy to be here. Happy to be talking She-Hulk again. Um, solid, solid episode. Not Probably I enjoyed it a little less than episode one. Same. But solid episode. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into that a little bit really quickly before we before we like get into the meat of everything. But I feel like this episode, when it finished, I was surprised it was over. Uh, it was giving, if you're watching Big Brother, you know, Kyle energy. Because <laughs> I was like, it's over already? What happened? Um, but Real besides, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, of an episode. A, very much that. You know, things Captain America would never do. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm bored. I gotta be stopped. Uh, but yes, yeah, so you know that's my overall. Where I'm excited. I think we'll get into this a little. We talked before we recorded um, about the lawyering as well. Where is it? Let's get into it. But besides that fun show, I just think that because of the confusion or the change of making the finale, right? The the first episode. I think that's causing maybe a little bit of stress on these first two yeah this felt like this was some content that was supposed to be in episode one that mm. got shifted back i think maybe you know i would imagine maybe the end of episode one was like her losing her job because she was she hulk in the courtroom and then the second episode picks up with her coming to the new job i don't know um but yeah you can tell that something's a little bit uh wonky but i'm still enjoying it uh, like you said it was over and i was like oh that's that's the show it was like 30 minutes and 17 seconds so and the first episode was like 37 minutes so and there's a lot more it seemed that was packed into the first episode like it, it really went the pace was great this one was just like it, it was a lot of setup for what's to come and i'm glad we kind of got it out of the way so that we can get more show later on we didn't have a whole episode with her having to find a job and then trying to, to get a job we got a whole episode yeah. where she got fired she found the job she got to the job she got emil blonsky so I'm glad that we covered so much in this episode um, so we can get it out of the way. But you're on thin ice, She-Hulk, because we said this last time and now we're saying it again. So after this, no more. Okay, enough already. Because let's get to the lawyering. But let's get to the nitty gritty. So, I mean, how much lawyering do you want in the show? Do you want 
do you want like uh you know we i think we had a a uh a commenter in the patron in the patron group yes uh you know saying that he he wants it to be like kind of a satire of law and order is that what you want do you want a case of the week do you want a start to finish case Yes, I'm a sucker for this kind of stuff, so I wouldn't mind it. But again, if it's going to take away from the actual story where they need to, like, you know, put in so many different uh, superheroes, supervillains, whatever, that uh, that Jennifer Walters needs to actually fight for, then maybe not. But if it's like a fun addition and it works, sure. But listen, if you're, you're giving me this 30 minute tight timeline. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I take it back. But in my research, Jason, of this uh, show, I was also seeing because in the bar, Allie McBeal was playing. Yeah. So I did, I was like, where did that come from? What happened? And it seems like it is a little bit of borrowed, inspired by that as well. So if folks were Allie McBeal fans, like maybe this is on par with that. So let me know. I don't remember that show. I feel like I watched it, but... I, yeah, I, mean, I, I can see where they're drawing the inspiration from. It's a yes. strong female lawyer mm-hmm. in a, you know, in a law firm with a bunch of, you know, Ellie McBeal, I think remembering, I don't think I didn't, I never watched it regularly, but what I can know, remember from what the show is, is like a real ensemble show with uh, Ellie McBeal being at the, at the center of it. So I can see how that will parallel with She-Hulk where we meet some of the characters that are going to be in, uh, in the law firm this episode. Yes. So, you know, just that's a little bit of a setup for all of us. Uh, but before we get into superhuman law, uh, we, we have a little bit of uh, things we need to clear up from episode one. So thank you to Ellen and Margaret. Uh, Ellen reached out to me on Facebook and Margaret reached out to us on Twitter about DBT. So I feel like we got to we got to clear clear up some space here for that because uh ellen told me on um on facebook that she actually it specializes in it uh and in dialectical behavioral therapy and it actually is a very effective evidence-based treatment that she's been um working or she or ellen has been working with many teens and adults on using it to deal with like the general stress of covid and honestly the hot mess that our country is which shout out ellen I feel you. I understand that. Um, And Margaret gave a similar where uh, Margaret also shared a lot about what DBT was uh, and why it's used. And yes, we did not mean to come off like as it was this like frou-frou thing happening. It was more just part of the whole segment was a lot with Jennifer talking about the yoga and that very much triggering me. So thank you to all of y'all because this this is what we need. Okay. Like I appreciate it. Okay. Yes, please check us, but in a nice way, like these two people did. Yes, uh, they they came at us very respectfully, and we appreciate that, letting us know, educating us, uh, and we we do offer our sincere apologies for kind of uh, you know being a little uh, flippant about it. Yeah, uh, we probably should do some research, but uh, you know, kind of thought that it was just like a lot of big words smushed together to for a TV show, but we found out that that's not the case because Marvel does homework. Like, what yes. are we doing? <laughs> And if we did one second of homework, maybe we would have known. But here we are. Uh, so thank you to the both of you. It's just I, you know, wanted to shout y'all out because you called us in, not out. So here we are. Uh, but now, Jason, I think it's time we get into She Hulk episode one. Oh no, episode season one. Oh my god, episode two. Here I am. Uh, superhuman law. So 
This is where it, it starts pretty fun. This is why I was like, yes, I'm in it. We're having fun from, min, you know, 0.1 second. We're here. because One millisecond. It's it. Because now, okay, set the scene. There's a bunch of uh, news going on. What is this? Is she chick hog? Is she? Which is like, I hate this. And I want to like crawl in a hole. Well, they but, knew that you would hate it. That's why they put it in. Yeah. Like, let's fight, you know, because <laughs> why would you do this to me? I don't, I don't appreciate it. Um, But they're, yeah, they're just talking about a lot of her names. What could it be? Blah, blah, blah. But in addition to that, I have to say, we get a lot of news reports. So, so how are you feeling about this? I'm feeling good. I mean, I, I can always, uh, you know, appreciate some good, uh, you know, additional adding to the story through news reports. Uh, we saw, you know, where they talk about Titania and something that we learned about Titania through this news report is that she is a super powered influencer, which is very interesting. Uh, and I, I really am excited to see Jamil, Jamila, uh, you know, encompass that because i think that's something that she would be really good at you know judging from her you know her time on the good place where that seems like it was something that she was that's also similar to this character so i'm excited to see that hopefully in episodes moving forward i was a little surprised that we did not get her at all besides a news report in this episode yeah and i have to say again because i did a little bit of research uh, and watched a few recaps so the the lower the bottom like is it chiron you said right did i say it right yeah. Oh, look at me. Uh actually said her lawyer, funny, uh gave out a gave out a statement or her PR firm, you know, because she is a super influencer, says, you know, the entire case was a misunderstanding and it was a result of extremely low blood sugar. Uh, listen, I think that we can all relate to that. Who has not raged out because they haven't had some chocolate for the day? Uh you, you know, it, it's it's something that we can we can all relate to. Snickers made a whole marketing campaign out of it. Exactly. <laughs> like, I get it. Okay, she hulked out because <laughs> she needed some food. And I just, again, I'm imagining, like, Jamila, Jamil, like, without any food. Or maybe I'm imagining Tahani, I want to say. Just yeah. without uh, something perfect. And she just hulks out because of that. So I just, I wanted to bring everyone's, like, notice to that because what? Marvel just will not stop with the Easter eggs, you know, so I, I keep having to call it out because it's so funny and, it, and it's a missable detail. So uh, we, we also see the news station a lot so that it seems like it's going to come up a good amount. Um, and it has come up in different different Marvel and in, and in, in the MCU. So here we are. OK, and then an eyewitness says uh, a Hulk, like a chick Hulk or she Hulk. Oh, question mark. Is this her new name? And it seems like every, even though Jennifer hates it, okay, she's like, no, I don't want this. How do I change this? Yeah, but she's not a branding person herself. She can't even, she, she can't come up with anything better. So I, I think it's probably going to stick. Yeah, as someone that comes up with the lines for this show, uh, the everything is super opening lines, we all know I will never come up with the fun marketing anything <laughs> for my, like, it's not happening. But anyway, so it seems like maybe this is here to stay, y'all. You know, not like it's the name of the whole comic series or anything, but it's okay. You know, we're 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 gonna just let it be. And so now we get giant size Jen uh, and Nikki walking into a bar, uh, hilariously called Illegal Ease. Yeah, I wonder Which, how how is, how is Jen's clothing working because it's not tearing when she's growing. Is she just wearing really loose clothes as Jen so that when she transforms, it won't rip off of her? Me think spandex. 
right? Your oh, best oh, I mean, friend in spandex. Best friend. Yeah. So, but I don't think they make like whole power suits in spandex. But me, I mean, they make a sweatshirt material, uh, or sweat, yeah, like sweatshirt material power suits, which are very comfy but look nice. So I think just like how a legging would work. That's what I th- like. Where she's just, it's being able to kind of grow with her. That makes sense. I mean, in the comics, they would just explain it away, saying that we made wardrobe out of unstable molecules, so they will grow with there the person as they grow. But uh, we don't have that yet in the MCU, so we'll we'll just stick with spandex. Yes. So it's a whole lot of spandex, and we love it. So they walk in, and of course, She-Hulk is being chanted. Yeah, this was this was a fun. I mean, and it's 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 interesting interesting to me. This show really shows like kind of the person on the street level of how people look at the superheroes. Cause it's like no one really bats an eye that she Hulk is walking into the bar. It's like, Oh my God, what is that? So I think this is a, you know, the MCU has become like a place that that is comfortable with super powered uh, people running around because you know, no one was no one was freaked out. No one was like, Oh my God, it's she Hulk. She's like, Hey, she Hulk, what's up? Good to see you. Cause you know, now, now they're they're they know it. I mean, with this and the news reports and the uh, the web page we'll talk about later, it seems like super powered beings have become just really just modern, just just commonplace in this universe now. Yeah, I think if we were in the MCU, mess magnets would be like a superhero dedicated podcast. Yes, where we just be like, oh, Jen's outfit. Let's talk more. <laughs> How does it work? It, what sandex is it? Uh, Titania, yes, super influencer. Tell us more. <laughs> How many sexual partners does Steve Rogers actually have? Right? Uh, deep dive into it. I can't wait. So, uh, Je- yeah, so Jennifer, you know, says this is very stupid and better not stick because I can't even exist without being a deri- derivative of the Hulk. Truer words have not been spoken. Okay. Yeah, and I think that's probably a little meta commentary too mm-hmm. on the actual She-Hulk name that was made, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, where it was like any female character that came along had to be she this or lady that as a, like she said, a derivative of whatever uh, male superhero that was similar to that. Yeah, and I love that she calls out nepotism. So funny because, uh, and then... It's all a little bit of all connection to Bruce, which I I don't think she likes. So that's why I feel like it's also calling all of that out. And um, if Mrs., right, when you get married, Mrs. literally denotes possession of Mr. So I like this happens to women literally all the time. Uh, It's a reason why I I, if someone ever calls me Mrs. anything like I will fight you. Just don't. Call yeah, her, call her Miss Joseph, everyone. Yeah, or just Sasha. You know, we're good. Let's be friends. Uh, but so anyway, so I appreciate it just as a woman, like you're constantly, you're either Miss or Mrs. It always changes and it's constantly about your status in relation to usually men, but now you know it's just like status to marriage. So yeah. I appreciated the call out. Because speaking of sexism, our bestie Dennis is here. Oh, Dennis. Dennis has to get like smushed by something like hurt in the whatever brawl comes up. But I think I think probably what we'll get is by the end of the season, uh, Jennifer is going to totally uh, eviscerate him in court. 
because you got to imagine he's working for the DA's office because they were colleagues and now she's working for, uh, you know, defense or whatever. So they're probably going to square off uh, in court. I, I think we'll get our satisfaction by her just completely uh, demolishing him in court. Here's to hoping because man says there's a hot chick over there. I'm going to talk to it. I'll fight you. Let's mm. fight. Because I think here. Is it okay? Is it moral? Maybe this is a question for all of you out there. And like, leave your answer in our reviews. Because uh, make sure you're giving us five stars only. That's uh, all we take. Yes, please. It's all that's accepted. It, it's a little confusing, uh, the algorithm. Anyway, so would it be moral for her to just like thump them in the head? I mean, would it be moral? No. Would it be satisfying? Yes. Why isn't it moral? You know, bad people. Ac- actions have consequences. Gosh. <laughs> But anyway, that's just what I feel. But I guess it's fine. Anyway, and then we're back to now the questions, which is someone that's not me because I'm I have great ideas, but execution wise, not so much. Um, I need someone to like write down everything she Hulk like the series says that is what fans think because here you know her. Uh, and Nikki are talking, and um, she's just not wanting to be a superhero. Well, yeah, and here she's, like, calling out the ridiculousness of some of these heroes. Like, I mean, yes. it's either, like, billionaires, narcissists, or adult orphans, which is so funny because it's, like, just so <laughs> many. So the descriptors for so many of these heroes that we see in the MCU, and it's just really kind of, like, the the window that us fans get that we say things like this. Like, why are all these messed up people becoming superheroes? Literally, like they shouldn't. You know what I mean? Like they just need therapy sometimes, uh, instead. And she'd much rather be an assistant DA. Oh, foreshadowing, than an Avenger. Because listen, what is their payment plan? Do they have health care? Maternity leave? What's up? I think probably when they were all like hooked up with Tony Stark, they probably got all that stuff. But now that Ooh. he's dead, who knows? Who knows where all the if they have any funding where that would come from. Uh, so I, I would imagine it's uh, all pretty much pro bono work being an adventure right now. Yeah, because Happy is too busy. Maybe. Oh, spoiler. Mourning he's, the he's, last. He's mourning. Yeah. yeah, let's just say that. He's in mourning. Uh, no, not too much spoiler, but spoiler. So just I have to know, like, will they answer these questions? Because you're, you're they're giving me too many. Even later on when she goes to her family, all amazing questions that I need the answers to. The questions like about the healthcare and maternity and all that. I think they'll and probably Hulk's, just... Hulk, Hulk, uh, no, Hawkeye's arrows. Yeah, I think they're gonna like leave that? us wondering on those questions. I think please, someone write a dissertation. We need like we need Disney Plus shorts on all these things. Like I need See? a I need a Clint Barton and a Kate Bishop uh after an adventure walking around New York picking up arrows. Like, what you right? think these come cheap? Like, no, we gotta get all these. We gotta get, snatch them all up. Live in Retrace a damn barn. Yeah. What 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 else can I do? Or is it like magnetic that or not magnetic, but like same properties where you just activate it and then all the arrows come back? Like, with- are there? Do they put like Apple Air tags on all the arrows? Yeah, so they can go back and pick them up later. <laughs> like that it would make dark sense. Technologies, right? yeah, yeah, I I think so. Again, if you know the answer, LMK, please. Um, and then come again. They just. They just have to get you with the feminism, and I love it. Because her male boss shows up, uh, which is, is he the DA? I don't think, probably not. The DA can't just show up like that. But anyway, her boss comes, who's a man, and just immediately goes, can you shrink back 
to your human form, which I think just that interaction, there have been thesis, many thesis written about that. What's the matter, sir? Are you intimidated by a stronger, larger woman? Like he literally asks her to shrink, you know, like shrink and not be her full self. Oh, so smart. <laughs> uh, I just, I love it. And then uh, he, because so that he can literally talk down to her, right? And yeah. then uh, Jen, who hadn't planned this out very well, says, yeah, okay, cool. And forgot about the alcohol. Yep. Blame it on the a- 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 alcohol. She uh, gets really messy after she shrinks down. Oh, my God. Like, Will we get her partying? Because I know that's a uh, that's a comic book thing, right? Yeah, I mean, I'll have to imagine that we're going to get her partying. There has been in the trailers like a lot yeah. of uh, date scenes, a lot of like uh, going out scenes. So I would imagine there's going to be something to that effect in the comic books. She is a partier for sure. Oh, love it. Um, and then he's, you know, anyway, there's a bunch of news here where good news uh, and worse news. And bad news. Just kidding. There's no good news. I tried. Uh, That Jen, when she was litigating last episode, it was declared a mistrial because she hulked out and she saved the jury's life, which means that they would be biased towards her. I mean, it does make sense, right? That makes that makes total sense. Then she should have let them die. Yeah. I mean, what y'all are telling me. Yeah, exactly. To get to get to get the justice that was needed. Those people would have had to die. So that's fine. Being on a jury, dangerous job. Okay. Yeah, I mean mistrial or new jury because the old jury had to die. Like we gotta win the case, right? <laughs> win at all costs, it's giving. Yeah. And then uh he's saying now that her superpowers are a liability for their office. It brings too much attention. So she is fired. Fired, fired, fired. She's uh she can't she can't be a superhero lawyer because I mean and it, it's it kind of speaks to the times of today where it's like this happens one day and then the very like in a, within a few hours her identity is outed on the news and it's like this is who this is like I'm surprised she doesn't have like paparazzi and stalkers like outside her door uh you know because of this I mean they're scared you know big woman yeah. uh, apparently that's why uh <laughs> and then this is where. I want to give the show credit because uh, besides, you know, I feel like they should sue her. But someone uh, let me know what legally is possible for the DA's office because I want to fight them. But again, maybe because Tony Stark is dead, uh, they don't have the same access anymore to like healthcare, to lawyers, to PR people. I don't, you know, questions that need answered. But they they yada yada because now they said cue a montage baby yeah. of Jen just getting rejected over and over and the law offices just go from like swanky to trash. Yeah, and this was a really great way for them to shoot this. Whereas like the it's just she's just, she's stationary in the background. She keeps changing. Yes, and, and the people keep changing that are rejecting her. And it's just from like like you said from swanky law offices to like back room like whatever is like. It was a really well done sequence. Oh, I loved it. And again, this is a fun way to yada yada because it was Im- like uh, appealing. The aesthetics, the vibes was great. So also amazing that she can land, you know, all of these in-person meetings, teach us, but it's fine. So then 
Jen's, you know, we're just, we're grateful maybe that she's not an adult orphan because we get a text from her mom. <laughs> oh, gosh. And now we have to talk about this because did you see the phone? I did see the phone. I did see the wallpaper. Yes. I, I just want to know if they can get get uh, Steve Rogers' ass in every episode in some type of way. Because the wallpaper on her phone is Steve Rogers' ass. <laughs> I just want to know if they control Chris Evans and like, we're going to put your ass in every single uh, episode of this show. Yeah, like, will Ant-Man be on to, you know, sometime to be like America's ass? Yeah. I Listen. We need to know. But uh, in addition to all of that, right, we also get uh, the the her looking at jobs, right? This is still here. It's before the family. Yeah, so she's looking at a laptop, and it's like yes. the, 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 uh, the page that she's on is a, a site that says uh, is that off this suggests 10 offbeat jobs for a fresh start. And the one that, that's most prominent on there is like Swiss Village Mascot, which is... Which is just you wouldn't think that it was something that was like that would be there, which is which makes it funny. It's just a really ridiculous thing to see. So that that part of it's funny. But what everyone has been talking about uh, on the Internet since the show, since this episode came out, was the two like article headings um, on the side of the page. One of which is about a man fighting with metal claws in a bar brawl. I mean. For those of you that don't know about, I don't know how you couldn't, don't know about the X-Man named Wolverine. <laughs> just just a little man named Wolverine. Just one of the most popular characters Marvel has. So, I mean, that seems to be hinting at that, which is very, very, it, like, for th- this show, which is a 30-minute comedy, it seems to really be letting us in on some big things upcoming for the marvel universe now is could this be a a weird red herring and we'll find out later that this was just some drunk guy like that had knives in his fingers (laughs) i wouldn't put it past marvel i really wouldn't for them to be like you know once we get wolverine introduced be like oh but he wasn't in a bar in in a in a brawl like oh yeah that wasn't wolverine that was just some guy with knives in his hand I would, Except that that is such a Wolverine thing to do. Exactly. That's why I put it in them. Wolverine would get in a bar brawl and he would, you know, he would be tearing up the bar with his claw. So that's, I mean, that seems to be hinting at it, but I, I wouldn't put it past Marvel to be like, no, I that's not Wolverine. That. Yeah. And then the other article we get uh, is asking, why is there a giant statue of a man sticking out of the ocean? Now, this has been a issue within this whole phase of movies ever since the Eternals uh, movie We've all been wondering why has no one mentioned in subsequent movies and TV shows why this this giant 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 celestial god is just kind of sticking his hand a little bit of his head outside of an ocean because that's what happened at the end of Eternals they mm-hmm. tried to raise the celestial and he got you know they they stopped the process in the in the middle of it and he's just kind of sticking there and no one has mentioned it so this this kind of gives you that satisfaction of like okay fine we'll give it to you you know like I said this show was just giving us all these great moments that we've been wanting and they're not even taking that long with time to do it. It's just little blurbs for satisfaction. And they know we exist, right? And we're going to sit here and talk about it forever. So they're like, I just need to give you a little bit and then y'all will run with it. Also, I can't believe they're finally bringing up Eternals. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's in a very, very, very like small way. 
is it um, is that on the Eternals deserve? <laughs> yes, that is. I mean, hey, that's <laughs> yes. That that, that may be just all it needs and all it gets. Um, but yeah, at least it's being mentioned. I'll fight for Kingo. Okay, no one come for me. Oh um, also on this page, there were like tabs. On the top was like yes. find. It was like find Ant Man. I don't even know what that means. Because he's like a, got lost in the quantum realm, right? I oh, think maybe. Yeah. Um, there's one for Norse mythology uh, referring to Thor, and then one just that just says Avengers. Like I, I want to know where these tabs was page lead to. This is like Buzzfeed. Yeah. Where BuzzFeed is like again a celeb option, a quiz option, a news option. It was given that for me because it, and it looked like that where BuzzFeed would have like ten crazy jobs you want: ice cream taster, video game tester. You know th- that's what this was giving, and y'all the QR code if you scan it gets you a free comic. Yeah, it actually leads you to uh, She-Hulk number one um, from the 2004 run, which this episode really takes a lot of its content from, mm. from that issue. So if you read that comic, you'll see uh, a lot of the things that were taken out of the comic, a lot of, some of the things that were uh, kind of reversed, which we'll talk about once we get there. Um, yeah, so a little fun little Easter egg. For, in this in this one like web page in this episode, you get so much. Like I, I would like to see the minutes that tvs were paused on this one picture uh, it's got to be a lot thank you to everyone that took the screenshot so we didn't have to uh pause forever and think about it all and uh i just i appreciate that it's a free comic because you actually get to read about it you know what i mean i think that's a that's a big deal for marvel to do i think that's that's really nice well, I mean, listen, it's it's free marketing because exactly you once, know once I'm you, gonna get it. Yeah, once you scan the code, it takes you to like Marvel Unlimited, which is their like uh like comic service. Yeah, we can read like kind of back issues and stuff. So that's you know, I, I'm a big fan of that Marvel Unlimited thing, is how I read Marvel comics now. So uh it's a good service. I would suggest people to get it if you're into reading comics, but yeah, so it, it's good marketing and a good way to hip viewers on the the comic experience of the show yes um and then like we said the text came to come to family dinner but i think jason before we head to family dinner as anyone maybe needs a break so we're gonna take a quick break before family dinner and we'll be right back and we're back so it's time to meet the best the funniest family who just i can't okay i can't with them they're a lot for me so i just i just hold on okay everyone um because is this spoiler to talk about her family in the comic books that her that her dad isn't I don't think so because I think this family is probably meant to be a little different from the comic okay. book family. So you you can talk about the family in the comics. That's that's cool. Yeah. So anyway, she shows up to dinner at her parents' house, and it's very suburb suburban, like all of this. And then we meet cousin Ched, at yes, Cali bro. But first, oh when yeah, she shows up. She gets met at the door by uh, by mom and dad. And when she oh, when yes. meets dad, if you are like me. And were a '90s kid uh, who watched like TGIF, you might have gone Cousin Larry when you saw the dad because oh, yeah. the dad played Cousin Larry on um, 
on Perfect Strangers, along with uh, with the character named Balky. Uh, so <laughs> to see, and he, I know he was also in The Leftovers too, so don't come at me about that. But I know him best from Perfect Strangers, the sitcom on TGIF when I was a kid. So that was a, that really tickled me. I was like, oh, it's Cousin Larry. I, you know, it brought me back to some great memories. Yeah, it was really sweet. And then immediately they're like, well, we told everyone not to talk about you having no job. Yeah. Which and then, of like... course, friggin' Ched brings it up immediately. So if if everyone remembers, they referenced Ched in the first episode, which I think probably was supposed to be in the last episode because we didn't oh, know who Ched that was. that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. So, like, now if we were to get that in the final episode, you'd be like, yeah, friggin' Ched. What a genius, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas in the first episode, it's like, okay, I don't know who Ched is. So I don't know what they're talking about. And I love that he's not a Chad, but he's Chad. He's Close Chad. enough, okay? Uh, Mans is a is a manager at Best Buy. He's moving up. He's doing big things in the world. So, you know, because Jen could also maybe get a job. Um, for, at Best Buy, I don't know. What was the point, Chad? I don't know. Okay, and they're at <laughs> they're they're about to start dinner, and then of course, uh, her mom goes, you know, there's a nice young man I met at a coffee shop, um, who was asking about being a superhero. I mean, they 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 really come into this like she are she knows every single thing about being a superhero now. Like she's been a super she's been super powered. Not even a superhero, technically, for Ooh, yeah. one day. I mean, she's been a Hulk for months at this point, but she's only really hulked out in public for like a day or so. <laughs> so they're already. Well, kinda... I think this is supposed to be later, right? Because we got a montage of her looking for jobs. Okay, yeah, so maybe like a week. Okay, yeah, I'd say let's week. say a week. It's yeah. not been long, is the point. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And she, they already expect her to be like a master at superheroes, which you probably hadn't even at that point been hulking out that much anyway because i yeah. mean at uh i don't know if that was her house or nikki's house uh she was still just jen like she's not at the point where she wants to be she hulk all the time she still would just rather be jen yes which listen we get that from uh bruce too so i get it uh and then yeah we get a bunch of questions and then even her aunt is like i got a stylist for you uh and make your regular hair look more like she hulk's hair which a lot of folks have brought up i will say yeah, because I mean, when she turns into She-Hulk, her hair is, gets longer, straighter. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know how the physics of that works, but I'm sure no one will explain it to us. I really, I was really kind of hoping we would get more content about like, like, were Bruce's parents there? Like, I wanted a little more backstory, like, about who Bruce's parents were as well. I mean, I know this is Jen's show, but since we're in this family, uh, can we get some, like, Bruce parent content I thought that would be interesting to see but not a lot of talk about it yeah is Bruce mom uh is Bruce's mom the stylist I hope not yeah that's what I was wondering no because then Chet would be her his brother and I refuse to believe that's real <laughs> yeah so no that's not true uh <laughs> and again we get the iconic Hawkeye How, what happens to the arrows I mean, it's a good question. I, I really would like to know. I mean, like we said before, there's no funding anymore. We can't just be no. making a bunch of arrows all the time. Plus, it's probably not environmentally friendly. Like, we got to we gotta find. And, and I mean, what if a kid picks up one of those arrows? That's what I'm saying. That Those are weapons. And then someone's <laughs> just like, I'm a Hawkeye, and just throws it at their friend. And friend is gone. <laughs> hey, mom, look what I found right in your calf. Oh, my God. I can't. 
uh, as as the kids expert here. Yeah. I feel like you have something to say, that more to happen. say about that, yeah, uh, than us. Anyway, and then we get a, a nice heart to heart, which Marvel is giving us dads. Okay, they're giving yes. us amazing dads. The dads are coming in strong for these uh, for these young ladies for sure. Yeah, shout out to Kamala's dad, and now this, uh, or Kamala, sorry. Anyway, so then she confesses how she hates uh, that the entire world knows about her Hulk side now. And, you know, she feels like the DA kind of uh, letting her go amounted uh, her to getting punished for doing what's right. Yes. She's I like, maybe I, should, maybe I just show those people get smushed. Maybe that would be better. <laughs> <laughs> I like how she's still having these uh, dark thoughts superheroes they're just like us yeah i love it and then we get you know a great dad moment because i love this this isn't even the first time we've had to deal with the hulk and the family and you didn't even destroy his city i mean yeah the, the bar is low for like inappropriate behavior for hulks i mean Correct. you had someone destroy a whole city so you're nowhere near as bad as that like you, you gotta be better than that he said man's was a monster you're yeah. you're just you just happen to be green and six seven you saved That's people. All. He he hurt people. So you're you're yes. good so far. You're good. <laughs> so again, just dads are coming up. Will the dads get a spinoff? I need it. Okay. <laughs> uh, a buddy, buddy road trip comedy. Oh, imagine all of these dads coming. Oh man, and they're all showing off about their daughters, just like being these badass superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> well, my oh. daughter can embiggen. Listen, so can mine, but right. it just can't maybe hulk back down after she begins. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so then um, she's now they're back at the legal ease uh, where now the Holden Holloway, which is an attorney she was facing off with last week, uh, shows up and goes, I have an offer. You can't refuse. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but they, he, she gets a job, and he wants her to head up a whole new division and to start on Monday. Yeah, so this this is pretty much ripped right out of the comics. Uh, She-Hulk gets fired from her uh, her job. I'm not sure if she was DA at the time or she was just at another law firm, Got but it. she gets fired, and she is drowning her sorrows at the bar. Uh, she's actually hanging out with a uh, with a. Uh, kind of nobody super villain and she beats him they, they actually hang out afterwards and drink and, <laughs> and uh holden holloway approaches her at the bar and offers her this job uh so i mean that is pretty much ripped right out of the comics here got it thank you and and i love that you know instead of asking normal questions like what is it give me more info email the contacts that yes yada yada we're back at the office yeah um so yeah at the at the law like when she meets him at the law firm and he says to her like he says i'm starting up this new superhuman division because he doesn't tell her it's superhuman at first he mm -hmm. just says a new division yeah so then she finds out it's a superhuman division and then the caveat also is i only want you to be here and in court as she hulk like i want she hulk to head up this team i want she hulk to be the face of it Interestingly enough, in the comic book, this was the inverse uh, of what this was. In the comic book, he wanted Jen. He wa actually wanted Jen Walters. He didn't want She-Hulk. Oh. And because of where she went, where Jen Walters was in her life at the time of the comic book, she really wanted to be She-Hulk all the time. Got she did it. not ever want to be Jen Walters. She wanted to stay She-Hulk. So this was 
basically the the opposite of what she wanted. So I think this is what this we're supposed to give. This is what is giving in the show. This is the opposite of what you want. You want to be Jen Walters. We're going to force you to be She-Hulk. In the comic, it was you want to be She-Hulk. We're forced to be Jen Walters. So a little bit of an inverse there of what the comic was, which was a very interesting uh, difference there. Yes, thank. I think it makes sense, right? Because this we're dropped into the start of her life here versus then it's maybe exactly. a little bit more established. Yeah. So here we are changing things. And I couldn't like help, but be so cringe because she's walking right down the hallway and it's giving every uh, minority out there, right? Whatever minority you have been, you may, I'm sure you've been in some kind of situation where, uh, she's passing a conference room and it's a bunch of old white men sta- shaking their heads at her uh, and then turn to stare at her. And then she's just so uncomfortable, rightfully so, because she's like, oh, I, I have to act like this now. And and she's not coming to terms, even with the name, let alone her, her new being. Uh, so it's giving tokenization. It's giving token hire. Oh, 100%. I mean, I, and the show pretty much lets you know that up front. I love that about the show where it's not hiding this. It's not, it's confronting these issues uh, up front, which some, you know, some people in certain communities may be upset about, but yeah, go kick rocks. Yeah, like, wake up. <laughs> yeah. So it's a very fun thing. I did, I did want to be like, since this is a superhuman law division, like in the comic book, when this scene takes place and when Holden is walking her around the office, mm-hmm. there's a lot of different scenarios taking place. We get to see different things happening that are like comic book related. I want to see a little bit of that in this where like some superhuman things are happening. Maybe we get to meet maybe we meet Wong for the first time and we get Ooh. to know like what's happening with him. I just wanted some superhuman comic elements in here since this is a superhuman law division and maybe give us a little preview of what we'll be dealing with in these certain cases but it was it was the standard walking around the office this is all a bunch of uh, old white guys yeah like yeah and um it was interesting again here's where we want our protagonist to have some kind of co- uh, like friends because uh when she gets to her office right it's an amazing office nikki's there because she said no nikki has to be my paralegal uh, and which was so nice and i appreciate it because it seems like nikki quit her job uh as well as soon as jen quit her job uh but i'm not entirely sure it just felt like that as they were both um in in on the if couch you're gonna, if you're gonna fire her you're gonna fire me i'm walking out with her man said who are you bye yeah exactly <laughs> i did like how holden was just like i i don't i don't give a shit what you do i don't care what paralegal you hired yeah whatever. he's like what's a paralegal great fine um he probably was like i wish you asked for like a house because that would have given you uh i would have probably done that too so uh i agree and i think this is where we could have got a little bit more lawyering um, or we could, you know, I, I just keep going back and forth on give me something more, give me more Marvel or give me more lawyering. But it was very much still getting to know everything. Yeah, it was a lot of world building, a lot of setup. Yes. Um, I think we will get to lawyering eventually. We'll get to arguing cases. I would imagine in this nine episode run, we've we're already down two, and we saw a little bit of lawyering in the first episode, like a little itty bitty bit. Uh, but I would imagine you'll maybe get a, you know, we know that Daredevil is popping up. We can assume that Matt Murdock is going to be popping up with that, and there will be some sort of courtroom shenanigans going on there. Although, I think Jen and 
Matt Murdock are pretty much on the same side of arguing cases. They're both defense lawyers. Yeah. So I don't know if they'll be going head to head, but maybe they'll be co-count. I don't know. Maybe, there's going to be some courtroom scene. There has to be. If this show goes by without Matt Murdock and Jen Walters not in the same courtroom, that will be a, a cardinal sin of this show. Oh, gauntlet has been thrown, y'all. All right. Oh, yeah, for sure. You heard it here first. And then um, we get into her beautiful, beautiful office. And they're Nikki and her excited. Blah, blah, blah. And then we get a new colleague, Jason, because he walks in with a care package of office supplies, snacks, and again, bathroom references because directions to the best bathroom for pooping. Listen, that's like a golden ticket, right? Like that bathroom that's like you can lock it. There's like one single like toilet slash urinal in there. Like you can have peace and quiet. You don't have to be with it. Like that's a golden ticket for the best bathroom to poop in. That's the most important bathroom in any office, I would imagine. Yeah. And this is where I wonder if they were trying to show, at least for me, but I don't know, where I think men care a little bit more. I'm I'm very much making biases uh, and <laughs> sweeping generalizations. I know this, okay? And stereotyping, all of it, all of it. But I feel like that's very much like something a man would tell another man versus like, I don't know that women necessarily always share that with each other. That's all I mean. Well, listen, uh, speaking as a man, I don't speak for all men. Speaking for my singular yes. man, I, that's definitely something I would do. Like, listen, you want the quietest bathroom? You want the one away from everyone that no, no one's going to walk in after you? Be like, who blew up this bathroom? This is the one. <laughs> This is it. You go down to the seventh floor, down oh, the God. corner office where it's been vacated, and it has just that bathroom in the office. That's where you go. Yeah, like my this is something like um I'm married to like a techie, aka an engineer in in San Francisco, um and yeah, like he one of the best things he feels about the office are the toilets, and he loves to be like, no, it's that total, you know, the Japanese Toto washlet uh, that has all of it. Like, it's very important for him. It washes and dries your butt afterwards, and like it's heated seats. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. that's the that's the 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 pinnacle of luxury. Listen, so that's when I was like, I have heard this and i very much given blank stares back not that it isn't important but it's just it's not something like i talk about so it's not uh, top of your priority list like it would be like it would be mine yes exactly uh but who walks in augustus pug puggly puggly yes so this is a character from the book um pug who in the comic is kind of a bigger framed guy he's kind of a kind of dorky kind of doofy not uh josh Segara, who is like mm-hmm. a a model ripped out of the magazine uh i really 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 like this actor i've seen him in a lot of stuff uh i think i first saw him in this weird kind of comedy that was on like usa network a long time ago called sirens about a bunch of emts uh, that's where i first saw him and then he was in arrow uh, where he played a villain, and uh, then most recently he was in the uh, Comedy Central comedy The Other Two, where he's kind of playing this doofy. He he plays the doofy like uh, guy, like doofy dumb guy, really well. Um, but in Arrow, he re- he did great too, playing kind of this menacing character. So he's he's got a lot of range. Uh, I really enjoyed everything I've ever seen him in. So I'm sure that I will enjoy him here. He had a very 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 brief ep- appearance here, but I'm looking forward to what else we'll get. Uh, from him in the comics uh he does have a a thing for 
uh, for Jen slash She-Hulk. So I wonder if we'll see that here. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Um, and Josh from um, our Discord even uh, gave us some feedback that, oh, same as us, where he was like, oh, I'm not really sure like what's going on with this great actor. But then he said when they got to the credits, uh, he is second build, um, at least out of four of the, uh, at least out of the main cast members, um, which means maybe he comes later and he does become a bigger part of this yeah i can imagine that being the case but i, I also do think this is a very big ensemble show outside mm-hmm. of uh of tatiana maslani aka jen um so you know it would be hard to say who would get second billing because it seems like everyone else is kind of supporting characters mm-hmm. uh outside of jen so who knows I, I mean it would be great for him to have a bigger role in the comics, they do work a lot side by side on cases, so I can definitely see that being uh, being the thing here too. Yes. Uh, so let's see. We got to keep our eyes peeled, and then it's time for work because Holden drops another bomb on Jen and says her first assignment is securing the parole of Emil Blonsky. You dun, know, dun, maybe. Dun. Maybe we know him. Maybe yeah, we don't. A little bit. Um, I did like before that though, where he's talking to his like secretary. He's like, oh, uh, yeah. he's like, yeah, tell uh, tell Bill he's going to to uh, to Minnesota because he really hates the cold, so he'll enjoy that. And tell this guy that he's fired. <laughs> like he, he enjoys uh, giving out bad news. It seems. Yes, and I think we need to talk about the law firm, which I forgot uh, to bring up. But GLK and H, that's the law firm uh, Jen is going to be working at, which stands for Goodman, Lieber, Kurtzberg, and Holloway. Yep, which, it, it is yeah. the exact law firm in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, Holden Holloway is in the comics. So, you know, beat for beat, the same type of character. Uh, in the comics, he's a little nicer. <laughs> in, oh, in this, got it. This, okay, that makes sense. In this feel iteration, not as much. Um, so, yeah, the, the just a little slight difference, but pretty much the same character. Got it. Yes. And um, just so y'all know, Goodman is a reference to Marvel's original publisher, Martin Goodman. Lieber is a reference to Stan Lee, uh, a.k.a. Lieber. Uh, and Kurtzberg is Jack Kirby. Uh, so wanted to just let y'all know they're never actually shown. Uh, and that's why we get glk and h because h is the one we see uh anyway for you know folks that maybe don't know a lot about she hulk that are joining us so want to let y'all know uh anyway so yes now emil <laughs> i can't this will like this is wild because y'all he is in jail okay J- what is this is this jail a maximum security whatever for trying to murder her own cousin yeah, it's interesting. She's like, yeah, well, I mean, I can't, I obviously can't represent him because it would be a conflict of interest. He's like, oh, yeah, he doesn't care. He signed a conflict waiver. It's fine. And she's, then she's just like, oh, well, well, I don't want to do it. He's like, well, you don't do it. You can't work here. So that's it. He- <laughs> so when he basically tells her to think about it, go see him. Uh, did you think that with all the security happening, and this was, you know, a, uh, what was the acronym? Something DODC. Department of Damage Control. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of carrying over from like Miss Marvel with Damage Control being this big uh organization that kind of sort of maybe rep, you know resembles what Shield was. Um mm-hmm. that's kind of a, a 
you know, a law enforcement arm of uh, the government, maybe. Uh, so did you think we would see the actual abomination at first or were you surprised that we got uh, Emil Blonsky? So they said Emil Blonsky, right? And in the previews we saw it, that's the only reason. I yeah. felt like that's what we're going to get. I also think like it was funny when he when he's like, yeah, I don't really turn to abomination anymore. And then this is in my mind. I was like, oh, OK, the show ran out of budget for CGI. <laughs> we got a lot going on with CGI, so we can't really afford to have abomination running around, too. We'll just keep him as his human form. Yeah, and just so folks are like, who the F is Abomination? Uh, he was in 2008's The Incredible Hulk, uh, which was not played by Mark Ruffalo, but Edward Norton. And then, uh, and Blonsky is a British Marine contacted uh, to the U.S. government to take down the Hulk. Uh, and along the way, he was dosed with super soldier serum again. We know who that was. And gamma radiation, which combined made him into the abomination. So if Captain America and Hulk had a baby, it would be abomination. Huh. Yeah. I guess you could you could say that. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. Yeah. You, you know, here that. I am. Yes. Thank you. Uh, anyway, so but he did go on a deadly rampage in Harlem before the Hulk took him down. He also appeared which we know later, um, was in Shang-Chi. So that's where, uh, if y'all are like, who the F is this? That's who it is. Uh, and then, it's odd, it's confusing, but roll with it, okay? Uh, so Jen is about to decide, uh, and, and I appreciate that uh, Jen, not Jen, sorry, uh, Holden says, just just go talk to him first. Yeah, and I did. I did really appreciate kind of uh, Emil Blonsky's uh, kind of interpretation of his side of things. He's like, "Look, I was yes. I was contracted by your government to hunt down the Hulk and and like stop him. Like that was your government." And, and Jen, like the light bulb goes off in her head, and she's like, "Oh, so the things you did were because the government gave you the serum?" And I think she's really formulating in her head like, "Oh, so the, I can use this as a kind of defense." Um, and like Emil Boss, like I thought I was going to be Captain America. Like I thought I was going to be the mm-hmm. hero, and here I am locked up while the freaking Hulk is out there running around, being a hero, being put up on his pedestal, getting to snap his fingers and bring everybody back. He's the big hero. Blah blah blah. So it was interesting getting his side of it, and remembering from the com- from not come from the movie that all makes sense. That all kind of tracks if you remember the Incredible Hulk movie. Yes, in the movie, he was kind of a, like, madman, in a sense. <laughs> but listen, that's the thing, right? Because Bruce was seen, at, or the Hulk was seen as the bad guy. Yes. Allegedly. You know, that's what sold to him. So he's like, what do you mean? Like, I was just trying to do the job. Right. So in his mind, uh, so think, I mean, when we meet him, he's like, yeah, he's all about namaste. He's all about like... I Which, just like, wanna... what does that mean, y'all? Okay, namaste just means hello, everyone. Stop it. Listen, y'all out there, you, you love to educate us. Educate us some more, of course. I mean, as an Indian yeah. who, you know, speaks the language, it's yeah. like, these people are crazy. Like, he does the whole, like, hands thing. Namaste literally, um, it, it literally in Sanskrit means I bow to you and where you, like, you know, put your hands together and put come down uh and then what and it's like being co-opted so they really appropriated it basically yes because if y'all thinking about peace that's om okay Mm -hmm. so and not um om 
Yeah. So, but he's all, he's all about this like peaceful uh, side of himself. Now, do you think that this is like for real or he's saying this to get out of uh, prison and reign terror? All I'm saying is points were made. All right. That's what I have to say because uh, he talks about the apology haiku. I can't. Okay. The whole, his whole, like, not, it wasn't a monologue, but this whole conversation is so good. And, you know, it has like high rewatchability because uh, he says, you know, I want to show my remorse. Like, I, I'm wrong. I know. And then goes to Tinder Swindler because he says seven soulmates that he met through a pen pal program bought him some land. He wants to build a compound and live with his uh, his people. I, I mean, I'm I'm not sure if this is supposed to like uh, be like seven ladies he's met through uh, through through the uh, love during lockup kind of a uh, type of call Bryce. Yeah. Call, 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 call Bryce Isaiah, get him on the podcast. Uh, Cause you know, that's, a, that's his thing. Uh, so I'm wondering if that's what, you know, well, that's what this is. He's met some ladies on the outside and convinced them all to kind of join his, uh, maybe trying to make a cult. I don't know. Listen, all I know is how did you get seven soulmates, you know, but it's okay. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. I, I think in when in him talking about the government and talking about what the government made him do because of this, I think that unfortunately, through I mean, no no fault of Marvel's, there's a missed opportunity here because uh, William Hurt played Thunderbolt Ross in The Incredible Hulk, who was responsible for giving Emil Blonsky this super soldier serum that turned him into the Abomination. I just feel like it would be so like fantastic if we had him still here still. He, I think we get like a nice scene, like in a courtroom where Thunderbolt Ross is like trying to like cover his ass. He's just like, you know, he, you know, he, he wanted to take it. He want. I think that would have been a great scene to have. Unfortunately, we will never get it because William Hurt has passed, passed on mm. um, to the beyond. I just think it would have been so fun if we could have gotten that type of scene in this show. Yeah, I agree. And I think this is kind of the space for a lot of speculation about the Thunderbolts. Because one, are they in the cube? Which Yeah, which seems to be that prison that we didn't get an official name for, but no. it was like cube structures. So yeah, ex- yeah, you yeah. Question the cube. Mark, is it the cube? Yes. Yes. So yeah, I mean, and I think a lot, like you said, a lot of speculation has been that Abomination will be part of the Thunderbolts, which if you don't know what the Thunderbolts are. And I'm if, if you know what the Suicide Squad is on the DC side, that's basically what this is for the Marvel side. Villains teaming up to work for the government. So I, w- I would just imagine at some point you will get scenes in the cube with, um, what's her name? With Val, Valentina, oh, whatever yes. her name is. The uh, Julia, Julia Louise Dreyfus character. Mm-hmm. Rounding up all of her people. You would imagine the Thunderbolts. There will be some homage to Thunderbolt Ross. I would have to yeah. imagine. They better, first of yeah. all. Uh, I, I agree. I think this is a huge setup for Thunderbolt because, and a lot of folks have been saying this online too, that, you know, she could be arguing a community service piece mm-hmm. if she takes the role uh, as like a community service moment and then say like he'll fight for good. And that's how, you know, the Thunderbolts are kind of like we said, the anti-heroes. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. I just, I wanted to bring that up because 
this whole thing is so creepy. Uh, we get us like the whole setup is silence of the lambs. And then she even says with with uh, when she walks in and the uh, the security guard is telling giving her information on how to talk to Emil or the abomination. Uh, and then if folks were scared about the lasers, I wanted to also point out because she gets pretty scared about the lasers because. Bruce melted her blood samples or DNA or whatever uh, in episode one with lasers. So I think oh. she was like, oh, does that like, will it get me? She's I mean, listen, a normal person that has seen lasers destroy stuff would be like, is that laser going to destroy me? Uh, it makes sense. I didn't think about that, but it makes sense. Yeah. I did I did like how they played with our expectations uh, yes. in the lead up to her meeting Emil because it's all this top secret security uh, the the guard is like very like stern. He's very like, don't play around. This mm-hmm. is a prison. This is a dangerous guy. And then like once the gate opens, it's like, oh, it's just this kind of like, kind of sh- like shortish guy. Like yeah, it's just Emil Blonsky. It's not an abomination. It's just Emil Blonsky. Mm-hmm. As, and it makes me wonder. Like Emil Blonsky has mastered, uh, you know, turning himself back into Emil Blonsky. I, I, I have to question like, what's wrong with Bruce? Like. Bruce, Bruce had all this trouble, like no integrating himself. Jen is fine. Uh, Emil can sw- apparently switch back and forth at will. Maybe the problem is Bruce. No, how dare you? <laughs> it's actually because of um the Captain America piece for Emil. Okay, the gamma radiation is not his major thing. <laughs> That that's my fan fiction. Just give right? them the excuses. That's fine. Yes, the soldier serum it works wonders. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I just I wanted to also touch on that piece as like our conspiracy corner. I feel because uh, not sure what will happen with Thunderbolts with Emil Blonsky. Is this our first one? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So many questions. Uh, and with that, you know she she kind of likes it and uh, likes him and likes this role to maybe help him. So um, Holden says, I need your decision. End of day. What's up, Jen? But she's still conflicted. So this is where Jason and I had said, what are we going to do about Mr. Bruce? Cause can't constantly have him. So she calls up her cousin and she's basically like just, word vomiting all over the place about um what should we do for emil bronsky uh you know like he he's like helping i'm trying to free him but one's trying to kill you what's up what's up bruce is like i feel like immediately we're good no worries yeah and i mean this is where we get the whole like you know emil wrote me a haiku some time ago we're good now like i'm a different person now literally he might as well have turned to the camera and winked like i'm literally a different person now wink like i mean if you don't know i mean where you're living under a rock but ed norton was the first incredible hulk who played the hulk slash bruce banner when he went up against emil blonsky in that original movie so yes mark ruffalo is quite a different person than ed norton i i don't feel like i had to explain the joke but i felt like i had to explain the joke yeah. to, maybe there are somebody that no worries listen yeah. we said it right before i introduced the meal and now we said it again we bookended this okay so don't play us on why is this joke funny because here it is okay she hulk leaning into all of it uh and then bruce says it's okay we're good let it be and then um her conscience is clear and he goes yeah cool i gotta go bye yeah, so 
he says, gotta go. I got something to do. He cuts off the phone call. Then we reveal that he is in the, looks like the same spaceship that interrupted them first episode. And the spaceship blasts off into like hyperspace. So we can only assume that he is going off to Sakaar to deal with whatever this was that, uh, you know, interrupted him and Jen to him and Jen's road trip in the first episode. We can only assume that. And I think we have to, you know, like we wondered last episode. Hopefully, this is the last time we will wonder about it in the She Hulk series. Uh, and She Hulk can have her show back. Um, but to, yeah, like, he's literally in another planet now. I know. Right. So, you, you know, there's a lot of, and I was looking online a little bit, and they were talking about how this deal that uh, Disney slash Marvel has with Universal where Universal would take a lot of the profits from a Hulk movie. So Disney's like, we're not even going to make a Hulk movie. We will just have him in different things. Yeah. But apparently that was a 15-year contract. Started in 2008. Will end in 2023. So the wonder is, is Hulk going to get a movie in Phase 6? In one of these unannounced movies that you may have seen out there on the internet with all the the timeline laid out with only the two Avengers movies and the mm-hmm. Fantastic Four movie. Is there going to be a Hulk standalone movie once they get all of the rights back from Universal? Will that be a Planet Hulk movie? With them going back to Sakaar and finding out he has a son, maybe some flashbacks to how he initially got to Sakaar from when he left in uh, Age of Ultron. I'm thinking that's probably what we're going to get. That's my thought. Yeah. And a lot of folks are saying that it'd be World War Hulk, right? That maybe he could turn into. Um, I mean, World War Hulk is more of him coming back to Earth after he oh. is on Sakaar and being mad because in the comics, uh, the way he got to Sakaar was that he was uh, jettisoned off of Earth by uh, by, fan, by Reed Richards, uh, Professor Xavier, a bunch of a bunch of heroes like oh the Hulk. Illuminati. That's what they're called, right? In the yeah, basically in the that was what the Illuminati did. Yeah. They're like, listen, Hulk, we've had about enough of you. We are going to capture you, and we're going to blast you off into space. Oh, that's so mean. And that is where he landed. Uh, in Sakaar in the comics that's not what happened in the movies yeah um so that's what World War Hulk probably would be but I think this would probably be named Planet Hulk oh Um, okay got it more probably more appropriately Planet Hulk here because yeah that that was that's what the story would be I think he will come back to Sakaar we would find some backstory about what happened when he got first got there he shacked up with somebody had a son probably um whose name's Scar um yeah I think that's where we're going let's see um, so that is where uh, this episode kind of ends where she accepts the case and tells her boss. Uh, yeah, she accepts her case, tells her boss, we're all good. I can do it. As if Holden was like, yeah, you had no choice. Uh, and then her boss goes, now turn on the TV. Bye. After she accepts. Yeah. He's like, uh, here's some some mess for you to deal with. God. As and the she, mess is. Yeah. Oh, well, she finally. Turns on, yeah, I she know. turns on the TV. <laughs> And we get this reporter that says there's been footage discovered of a, and this was kind of sloppy the way they did this. Yes. Uh, she says there's been footage discovered of abomination breaking out of prison and fighting in an underground, uh, underground fight. It, it, it was a very sloppy way of presenting this because this supposedly had already happened months ago, because in the timeline, this happened. We all we all know. Remember from this scene, this happened in Shang Chi, which in this timeline, 
where we are right now, Shang-Chi happened before the events of She-Hulk because mm-hmm. in the Shang-Chi post credit scene, we see Bruce in a sling. And we now know that Bruce is out of the sling at this current moment. So it, it made it kind of seem like this is happening right at this moment that Abomination has broken out of prison and he's fighting this underground uh, fight club or whatever. But that's not not what happened in the timeline. So they could have cleaned it up a little bit in the explanation. Um, yeah, that, that was, it was sloppy. But I, I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to come of this. Yeah, because this is the Wong entrance, right? I'm assuming because yeah, he's I, fighting Wong. Um, yeah. So Wong has to be like someone that's going to stand up for him, character witness or some version of that. And I think it's going to be interesting to see what led up to that scene in Shang-Chi because yes. we'll find out why. Because, I mean, when it happened in Shang-Chi, it was just like, this is the most random thing you could ever think. Like yeah. walking into this fight club, you see Wong and uh, Abomination. Like that is that's crazy. Like I remember in the movie that I was like, "Where did they get this idea to do this? This is ridiculous." <laughs> and then we see at the end of that that fight in Shang Chi, Wong opens a portal, and you literally see the jail cell that Emil Blonsky is in yes. in this episode. So we know that you know this is happened. This is, this happened in the past. At the time, I thought. Uh, is this like some form of like uh, recreation for the abomination? Like, oh. like when he's in prison, he goes yeah. out to the yard and he just like fights, kind of spars with Wong a little bit. And but maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was some kind of prison break. It, it does. It's not making sense right now, but I'm. I, I can't wait to see how they explain it next episode. Yeah. So what I was thinking instead of prison recreation was, is this him? Or Wong, like, seeing the good in him and uh, really, like, learning or teaching him how to control being bad and being like, okay, let's, like, train you up. Because we got Jen's training sequence was that Abomination's training. Yeah, I, I, I that's an interesting theory as well. I would imagine we're going to get some sort of flashbacks next episode yeah. to see how this came about. Uh, and I am really intrigued by that. Bring Shanchi back. How many times do I have to bang on this podcast? And I don't think we're going to see Shang-Chi no. in this series, I don't think. No, no, we're not. They said one Asian only, and I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Jamila Jamil's Asian. It's one, That's why I said the joke. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so it's, um, that's where it ends, because it says, oh, that sucks, and <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I mean, we did get a nice post credit scene. Was it? It, it was really random. Like, okay, yeah, thank God. Because I was like, you know what? This is another one that goes to the theory of this would have been a great first post credit scene. True, yeah. Because just, it's her understanding her powers and then her family kind of using it. Yeah, it was her helping, uh, lifting a car to help mm-hmm. change a tire. She's hanging a TV for her dad, um, which, you know, Chad comes in. He's like, yeah, I could have done that. Shut up, Chad. Yeah, shut up, Chad. I'm sure they could still work at Best family. Buy. And she's helping to carry a bunch of water jugs. It was kind. Of, it was like, okay, this is something. <laughs> yeah. So that's why now that I think about it, it makes way more sense for first episode and that to be the end credit for a first episode. Because the yeah, it just that works way better. Because Jen's like life is on track. She's taking a mill's case and she's helping out her family and she's coming into She Hulk. Yeah. Sure. I cool. just think. Could have done without it altogether. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Especially when last week's 
post credit scene was so funny. Yeah, to go from like the best post credit scene to like probably the least in mm. Marvel history. Yeah, agree. Um, yeah, so interesting difference, interesting like dichotomy there. I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't digging it as much as the first episode. Obviously. Yeah, but again, that could have been the more of uh, the finale post credit scene. That's why it was yeah, so good for sure. Um, but yeah, this episode as a whole, yes, fun, but not. Not, 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 you know, not great. It's good, yeah, not great. They very much agreed. Uh, rewatchability is low compared to the first episode mm-hmm. as well. Um, I feel because I felt like we got almost everything out of it, or you could watch at least one or two, uh, like Easter egg videos on YouTube in addition to listening to us. Uh, and we're, and we're, you'd be good, you'd be caught up on what's going on versus like the fun of the first episode. So it, Again, no shade and can't wait for episode three. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of questions answered in episode three. Uh, I think we're going to meet a lot. We're going to get a lot more of these supporting characters. Yeah. Uh, we'll get more Pug, maybe more uh, Nikki. I think we're really, really, really dive into the world. Um, are, are you like excited to see this whole dating montage she's going to go on? Yeah. Again, if they do it funny, right? Yeah. Where, uh, I, I need some humor in it and then I'm I'm fine with it because I think that's what we were promised in the trailer. So that's why I, I see the show in that lens as it for right now, because that's what I was hoping it was. And these first two episodes are so much world building, as you said. So I'm ready for her light. Yeah. I just don't I just don't want a whole episode clogged up with that. Oh yeah. I really want to get into a lot of nitty-gritty story. You know, we even promised Daredevil. We even promised Wong. And I, I would, ha- you know, it, there was Frogman in the trailer. Where, where, where are you going to get Frogman? Oh, that's probably after a meal now, I think. Yeah, I'm ready to see more weird, like, kooky stuff yes. that you can see in the Marvel Universe from a legal sense. Like, I'm ready to see someone get sued over, like, property damage and see how that comes about. Like, I'm ready to see kooky kind of court cases dealing with some of the more colorful characters of the Marvel Universe. And this is the fun, like, after the fight stuff that we we have questions about anyway. So uh, that's why I feel like this is a show that's trying to give us that. So let's do a 45-minute episode so we just know what's going on. Yeah, these 30-minute episodes are way, way, way too short. You've spoiled us, uh, Marvel, with your 45-minute to an hour shows. Uh, let's get back to that. I, 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 I want more. Yeah, because your shows are good. Okay, don't yeah. don't give us good stuff and take it away. All right. That's how much better they can be if you give it the appropriate breathing room. Period. Um, and in addition, just before we wrap up, we have to talk about because I feel like this is uh, setting us up for episode three, where this week and Chappelle tagged us in it, uh, and we got it as well. Where Jimmy. <laughs> The the character of Titania uh, is out here in these streets painting over She-Hulk. Such a good publicity uh, stunt for the show. I do have to wonder if that was actually uh, Jamila Jamil because... No, no, no. I doubt. Because yeah, we didn't see her face. Yeah, I didn't see her face. Only saw the, the, the back of her. So I would imagine it was probably like a, a, a double for her. But I think it would have been 10 times funnier if it was actually her. Um, but yeah, it, it, a very nice movie stunt with her painting over She-Hulk posters, uh, writing on She-Hulk posters. Very fun, very fun uh, stunt they did for the show. 
Yes. So again, I'm excited for what they do next week, or I hope at least they do something fun every week because I feel like that shouldn't take that much time for them to do. So appreciate it, Marvel. Uh, I like I th- I like this stuff because I think it goes well with what the show is supposed to be. This like comedy. Yes. So I'm excited for episode three. Jason, anything else before we wrap up? You know, I think we've covered it all. Uh, I think we're ready to wrap this one up. Perfect. And if you have any feedback, comments, questions for the sidekick section, make sure you uh, let us know. One, we at Post Show Recaps or our Twitters uh, or at super at postshowrecaps.com so that the amazing Brendan can put it all together for us and we can talk about it here. And before we get to our plugs, make sure you subscribe to this feed, okay? Because we're giving you content, we're giving you, we're giving you behind the scenes, we're giving you comic books, what more you need. Give us that five-star review, okay? Uh, and thank you everyone for listening. But before you go, Jason, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at J-A-Y-R-1085. You can find me every week on my podcast called A Perfect Match with Asia Welch. We talk about the show Married at First Sight. We have a really fun time over there. Don't even need to watch the show. You can just hear us talk about it. We recap it all. Uh, come join us. We have a Facebook group. We have a lot of fun. Come over, hang out, talk about it. That's all for me right now. Sasha, what about you? And as for me, you can find me weekly over on Rehap Ups, where I talk mess magnets, a.k.a. all the messy celebrity news, pop culture, vibes. I had Puya on this week to talk about YouTube boxing with KSI, which is going to happen soon. So we're excited this weekend, actually. So we're excited for that. We did a little bit of a preview, but we gave you like lots of mess around people dropping out, people fighting their girlfriends, like what's going on? Okay, all mess all the time. Go check that out over on Rob has a podcast slash mess feed. And uh, weekly on silent podcast i cover survivor south africa it's over y'all i can't believe i'm really sad um ugh, but so good okay like everyone should go watch that uh watch ep- uh, watch all the episodes and the season so check that out over on silent podcast and never have i ever is back baby so Chappelle and I are covering that weekly over on uh oh my god <laughs> I said mess magnet over on silent podcast as well uh and with that you can follow everything else I'm doing on twitter at fun size underscore oh four thank you everyone for listening bye